Welcome back, episode number 27, Top of the Hill. My name is Daniel Mundo. Thanks for tuning in and checking this out. Been a couple of weeks since I've last recorded. As you can probably imagine, it's not my number one uh, project, just a little side project for a bit of fun. Uh, so thank you for sticking by and uh, got a few minutes today to pump out another episode. And what I want to do before we start is revisit the last one. If you caught episode 26, you'll know. That was about the how to fall asleep in two minutes. Now, hopefully, you found it to be um, a bit of benefit. Now, I know looking at the stats and the downloads, it was one of the most popular ones so far. So, hopefully, uh, you've been able to implement some of those tactics. And if you have, let me know how you went with it. I'd love to hear how you go on and see how, if those tactics were able to work for you. I know personally, um, I can't guarantee. I can't report back and say that it's worked every time within two minutes. I've been able to fall asleep. I've definitely been able to get back probably in 90, probably nine times out of 10 that I've tried it, um, which is pretty awesome. Um, sometimes it takes 20 minutes or whatever, but um, the mind starts to wonder, but I can always bring it back and fall asleep when in the past, there's times when you wake up when it's less than an hour to go into my alarm and so forth. Um, you know, normally the mind starts working away, thinking, oh, I've got to get up in 40 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever, and it just keeps going from there onto all weird random places. But I've been able to get back, which is pretty cool. So hopefully, if you missed that episode uh, and you do struggle a little bit of sleep sometimes, either getting to sleep or you lie awake in the middle of the night, can't get back, go and check out episode 26, How to Floss how to fall asleep in two minutes and hopefully you can get as much benefit from it as I did. But yeah, let me know your feedback. Shoot me an email, daniel at dpmtransformation.com. Now, anyway, on to today's episode, what I want to talk about, it's a bit of a um, concept which I'm sure at some point of your life or another you've probably tried yourself. I know I have when it comes to my exercise program going back a few years, they call it the pause button mentality. Um, and yeah, you know, it's... Basically, life gets in the way or things get too hard and you get caught up with the kids or at work and you stop training. It's normally the first thing that gives or you just can't be bothered sometimes. Um, I know back in, way back in the day I was at uni and I used to train. Um, I used to start going to the gym because I wanted to get back into playing football. That's mistake number one. But uh, anyways, the point was to do a season in the gym, put on a couple of kilos, got the girl at the gym to write me a program Yes, going back in the uh, mid-90s, so it's obviously not as um, high-tech as we are today with um, exercise science and all that type of stuff, but I didn't stick at it. Uh, I just quit. Uh, I hit pause. I just couldn't be bothered. I don't know why. It would have been the perfect thing. It probably would have stopped me from getting all beat up and injured like I did when I did go back to play football because I would have been stronger, would have been healthier, would have been fitter. But, you know, you're 19, uh, sorry, 18 I was at the time, and there's other priorities that talk about you. First turn 18, you're out and about socialising. That was the priority. So we all live and learn. But so what I'm going to go into today with this pause button theory is uh, I'd like to give you a different way to look at it so you don't be like me and hit that point when you stop, when life gets busy. Because, you know, when you think about it, life's got no pause button. We can't just hit pause on life because things are getting too hard. So the main thing I want to try and get across today, don't hit pause on your exercise routine just because you're busy, just because you've got other things on. Because when you think about it, the kids are still going to be there. Can't pause their needs, you know, for getting them off to school in the morning or getting them ready at nighttime, bath and dinner and all that sort of stuff. 
Uh, you can't pause work. There's always going to be something that comes up. And I guess the game plan for us then becomes how to best manage our time. It's the age-old time management question when it comes to uh, fitness. Now, after all, you don't need a degree in brain surgery to realise you feel better when you exercise. All you got to do is think about how you feel after you exercise. I know the endorphins that you get. Now, it doesn't matter whether you run or swim or ride a bike or whether you lift some weights or do a bodyweight workout, you'll always feel better. Even just going for a walk out in the sunshine, you feel better mentally. Your body feels good. You've done something positive. You just got to remember that feeling each time. Now, sure, you may be tired, but they get that little endorphins boost that gives you that kick helps you get through the back end of the day. And, uh, you know, if you do want to have a comparison, so a uh, nice hot day, how good does that first beer taste? doesn't touch the sides. But obviously this is a more productive feeling for your health. So that's always a good point, start the motivation. Now, the second thing, that I read an article earlier on in the week which really uh, had a good suggestion, and it was about this whole pause button mentality and their takeaway point was to adjust the dial, and that's what I want to get across for you today. So rather than hitting pause, stopping your training when things get busy and life gets in the way, all we've got to do is adjust your workload. So you may not be able to do your full amount of sessions. Let's say you normally do three sessions a week or four sessions a week. You may not be able to get out and walk as much as you like. You may not be able to do as much, but just scale it back. Do what you can because every little bit counts. That's my little thing. Every little bit counts and anything or something is better than doing nothing. So even if you could do a five-minute workout, a quick five-minute workout or a quick 10-minute workout, if you go to my blog at dbmtransformation.com, go to the blog section, the personal trainer blog category that you'll see in the toolbar, drop-down toolbar, you'll find a bunch. Just type in short workout, type in home workout in the search button, in the search bar, and you'll find a bunch of these short little workouts that I've put up there. Some are really quick that I've done and they take less than 10 minutes. Um, they are effective. They get your heart rate up. The key for this, you just got to pick an exercise that works as many muscles as you can. So that way, if you're doing something, let's say, for example, we do a tabletop hold, you're working pretty much every muscle in your legs, you're working pretty much every muscle in your upper body. You can increase the intensity for a tabletop hold by making that a blast off so you get a cardio benefit as well. So there's always things that we can do that are going to work more than one muscle rather than just doing some arm curls, for example. We do squats, you're working all the muscles in your legs and you can increase the intensity for that. So scissor squats, so forth, or squat jumps if you can do those. Way to increase the intensity and minimize the amount of time. So you just got to work out that little trade-off there. So rather than hitting the pause button on the training, just adjust that workload, even if you're going to get one workout in a week. Now, there's times like in the last week or so when I've had to do a few things and made a couple of deadlines, I haven't been able to get out and do as many of the longer walks that I like to do. So what I do, because I pick Emily out from school every day, and we're, our new place is just five-minute walk from school. I do that five-minute walk up and back. Now, that's only five minutes here and there. But when I combine that in with all the bit of here and there action that I've done during the day, when it's walking to and from each session, from the car to a session, or from, you know, when you're at the shops and you grab a coffee and you're walking around the shops to get to the coffee shop and so forth, it all adds up. So every little bit, sometimes the dial gets turned right back so you can only do those quick little workouts. Sometimes you can turn the dial right up when time allows you. You can make up for that downtime. All in all, when you add up those 
you get a nice little balance in the middle, which means you're still progressing and you're still on track. Hopefully, this episode has helped you today. Just got to be smart with what you do. Take home point. Remember, something is better than nothing. Keep moving. Change the way we think about the pause button. Don't hit the pause button. Just adjust your dial when you need to. And that's me for another episode done for today. Thanks for tuning in to Top of the Hill. My name's Daniel Monday. If you have any questions you'd like answered, please send me an email at daniel at tpmtransformation.com. And if you do like what you hear, thank you for leaving a review on the uh, Apple Podcast app. Or you, you can either give it five stars and uh, if you like to write something, you can leave it in there. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for taking the time out. And until next week, uh, if you do want to find out anything about DPM Transformation, go to dpmtransformation.com. You'll find out our small groups that are in Lillyfield or Observatory Hill in the city if you want to get a bit of small group training in. We do have a small amount of availability for personal training as well at the moment uh, if you want to get something started before the back end of the year. Until next week, Daniel Monday, tuning out. Have a good week.